0: time we have uh joelle friday after hake today Joel friday tv we have um what else do we have american anchor baby after that and we have the women's forum happening to this this uh, not this evening in two evenings from tonight Let's see, I think, tonight. After two evenings will be th- Wednesday night and then Thursday night. Nice, ladies. Third Thursday of the month. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific. Standard time here in Los Angeles. Nugget Man says, Thanks, Hake, for making Bill work on that audio feed for all of the shows. That's right. If you go to the JLP Live player or the TalkStream Live app on Jason Lee Peterson's stuff, you can also hear... The network hosts. Isn't that cool? I think it's cool. Yep. Right on, Nugget Man and others. And uh it's Tuesday, February 13th, AD, 2024. We're gonna have a loosey-goosey hakey hake show. Guys, you can call in Higgs boomer shirt is yarn yellow. How fitting. Yeah, I tried to get like a boomer friendly uh t-shirt color. And should I start just wearing large? Then I don't take a risk. Then I don't take a risk. of it been too snug, too tight, too, uh, the shoulders being too, sh- too narrow or something like that. What a mess. I will get to your calls, guys. Um, let's just hopefully have some fun, right? I think that's a good idea, right? So anyway, guys. Let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh,
1: it's the hay, the hay, the La, la, la. Oh, it's the hay, the porn. The hay, the La, la, la.
0: How are you guys doing? I feel like I need to turn myself up. Let's see. I am fine. That sounds better. I feel like I'm giving the Hake news. I can barely hear myself. Uh, I am wearing my I Love Boomers t-shirt. I designed it myself. I love boomers. If I love anybody. And you should too. So you can get yours by going to thehakereport.com and looking for the Teespring link. Let me type it into the chat there. T, Hake Tees. The spring GreatCreator-Spring.com. Great so obnoxious that I have to hyphenate that thing. Uh... <clears throat> if you want to get... It's different from the JLP t-shirts that I often wear. Or Bond or Fallen State related t-shirts that I often wear. Those you can find by going to RebuildingTheMan.com slash stores. Nice. Uh... Somebody was complaining, side note, while I'm thinking about it. I'm blanking on his name. And this is what the California Graphic Design Diploma gets you, Lol. I uh, I don't even think I have a Graphic Design. It was a BA, Bachelor in Arts. Uh, I majored in art with an emphasis in Graphic Design. That means I didn't have to study art history, which I probably should have that much. I didn't have to write. And I didn't want to have to go teach. I wanted to be able to design CD covers. And nobody buys CDs anymore. CDs are out of uh, vogue. Some people do. It used to be cassette tapes when I was a kid, as I recall. I don't remember 8-tracks. And then it was CDs, and now it's... uh, And then it was iPods. I never wanted to get an iPod. And then it was, you know, Napster, of course, before iPods. And then now it's people have music, stream music, or download it. What a mess. Then it was Apple, it was iTunes, and then it's Spotify. Most people are on Spotify. Terrible. Outdated Hake indeed. Never, Never had to have a degree or really used... I sort of knew a little bit of Photoshop... For all of, the, all of the things that I did in college, you know, I didn't need a degree for any job that I've ever had. <laughs> it's true. But, hey, they say you have more options when you get a degree. I think that's fewer and fewer. A lot of people are studying stuff that doesn't, no value, Hague included. Limited value. I appreciated it. Are, is, when I'm reading the Hague news, quick question, Marty when I'm reading the Hague news, do you still hear the pop, 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 pop? Just a quick question. Side note. Let me know. Press 1 if it's good. Press 2 if it's still popping. 2 is bad. 2 means bad. 1 means good. Just wanting to know. Inside baseball, guys. Sorry. Let me get to a call or two here, guys. Daniel in Texas is on the line. Daniel, how are you doing, man? What's up?
2: I'm, I'm well, James. I you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Oh.
2: I wanted to continue our conversation about Confederate politicians uh, post-Civil War, because um, you were talking about the insurrection.
0: Yeah, calling uh, it, was it truly an insurrection? I put out a clip, I believe, recently. Was uh-huh. the so-called Civil War, were the, were the Confederates insurrectionists? Uh-huh. And you basically said, the victor, the victor gets to call them whatever the victor wants. Yes. Yeah.
2: And this was a process that was happening during the Civil War. The decision of what to do with politicians of the Confederacy that are, um, are, are now removed from office after a uh, battle. And at the time, they were taking surrenders from these Confederates, and there were governors that... Uh, who would request to continue to hold their position as governors. Yeah. And and it, it, when we were talking about the terms of surrender in the past, um, and I was telling you that the surrender at Appomattox would, would leave, um, it's it's an awkward affair. Surrenders are, uh, yeah, you know, that you don't know what you're getting on, uh, at face value. Because things can change on you. Terms can change on you when you're the loser.
0: Yeah. This, is, this reminds me so much of what they did to Trump and the January Sixers, even though Trump and the January Sixers are almost totally peaceful. They're just calling us whatever they want to call us. Mainstream media is in on it. But anyway, uh, and they're trying correct. to like oust uh, Cooey Griffin, the Cowboys for Trump guy who participated in the January 6th Mostly Peaceful protest. And they said, Correct. oh, he was an insurrectionist, and they banned him from running. So it re- it's, this stuff is relevant to today, chat. Some of you guys are like, no, please, God, no civil war. But I'm,
2: Oh, you're getting civil
0: war. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting civil. We're pushing it down your throats, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing you to Appomattox. But we'll keep, we'll keep it pithy. So App- I, keep, I chuckled when you said Appomattox because I keep on wanting to call it Appomattox. Because I only ever read it when I was homeschooled. I only ever read it. I, I didn't see. hear it said.
2: <laughs> I see. So,
0: but anyway, Appomattox. It's
2: it's like saying Joe from Pawhonix.
0: Right, Joe, uh, yeah. or Mahomes, Mahomes, pa- Mahomes. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. <laughs>
2: um, so when they're taking these surrenders initially, they are offering things that they can't um, make good on. Oh, uh... Wow. These commanders. These commanders are um, these federal commanders will uh, force a surrender, and and in order to make the surrender as um, uh, peacefully as possible, which was very hard to do, they would offer terms, and the uh, the politicians would ask, well, can we still hold our office? And and they would basically say, yeah, I, I think that's okay. I think you can still hold your office. And then they would go to Sherman or whoever their commanding um, officer was at the time, or Grant, and they would say, um, "They've surrendered. These were the things that um, that we've agreed upon." And they would say, "No, you cannot offer those terms. You, you, they cannot remain in the office. You have to tell them they have to abdicate from their office." Yeah. And so they would go back and they would say, uh, "You know, these are these are the official terms of surrender, and you need to accept them now." And of course, at the time.
0: They can't say no. No, that was false so. advertising. There's no, <laughs> there's no false, there's right. no law looking out for the false advertisers. Reminds right. me of when I, I, I used to make offers and things like that, and then my boss would be like, "You can't." No, we're not doing that. I'm like, "Oh no!" Now I have to go back and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I hate it right. was messed up."
2: <laughs> and uh, and that's what. That's what happens is when when you surrender to, um, when you surrender to somebody, just expect that their boss may tell you something different, and that's what was happening during the Civil War.
0: And good point.
2: A lot. Now here's the thing: a lot of these um, what people consider um, very harsh penalties um, happened because of substantial victories gained by the confederates that slavery is still on the table when joseph hooker is outside of richmond as federal uh, commander is outside of richmond in 1862 and if richmond is taken and it would have essentially been the end of the Confederacy in 1862, and slavery's still on the table. Slavery hasn't been abolished yet. The emancipation of slaves hasn't been announced yet. Slavery's still there. So a lot of these things are forced out of the the, the extension of the war. And the reason everything changes is because Joseph Eggleston Johnston, who's the commander of the Army of Northern Virginia at the time, uh, is wounded. And his wounding enables lee to now take field command and lee takes command of the army and now he um fights against uh, hooker has a successful campaign and continues to uh push hooker in victories against him and he does this over the course of the next few years so the um anyway my point is the 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 longer these things go, the 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 worse they get, and you start
0: losing more and more rights. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. It reminds me of present day Putin situation. Um, I was watching Tucker Carlson after his interview with Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, over this Uh Putin uh, over this Ukraine versus Russia war. And Ukraine's a so-called proxy for uh, America. America's funding it, and so is NATO. And Putin was more open to negotiation and concession and compromise back at the toward the beginning of this war, this latest, uh, after he invaded and did his milita- special military action. And now it's getting hard. Ho- hardened and hardened and hardened because there's the offenses between one another are piling up the numbers of his casualties he's his Russia has has lost tens if not tens of thousands probably maybe more of men dying and he has to have something to he has to have more and more to show for it or he's going to get ousted or get maybe assassinated or something you know i mean yeah He's, he's more and more dug in the more we force him to, to dig in. And I get that it takes two to tango. He's at fault, too. But uh, the, the terms are less and less nice for everybody involved the longer this war stuff continues. Yeah. Wow.
2: The, the Ukraine war is interesting to me because I don't even know. Um, I don't know what's going on outside of what appears to be a standoff. Uh, or a, or a, a stalemate. It appears to be a stalemate. Yeah. So I, I don't know if uh, Russia has accomplished objectives and right. how it's just done and just holding what it has, or because that's what it seems like. But it seems like there's been territory gained and ter- territory lost yeah. by Russia. Right. So, so I don't know what the overall objectives are. Yeah, me neither. I am very familiar with many wars not being clear with their objectives. I'm familiar with that at this point. Yeah. So. I guess that's man. not cr- too crazy.
0: That is true.
2: Anyway, but, that that answer is why there wouldn't be any Confederate um Confederate uh, uh, political um positions after the war. Yeah. Um, and, it's just not on it's not on the table at that
0: point. And so they passed that amendment, the 14th amendment that said no insurrectionists are allowed to hold office uh mm-hmm. in the United States, something like that, because they yep. deemed them to be insurrectionists these uh southerners. You know, and the, uh, what a terrible thing. What go ahead?
2: Oh, uh, the um the uh the, the the politics of the Confederate Congress was uh, even during wartime in itself was very mired because many of them were uh, mo- they are mostly obstructionists they are used to being obstructionists during uh, when when the union was not torn asunder ah. and so that they, they were basically obstructionists to themselves
0: <laughs> as well yeah so they yeah. didn't get
2: along with each other either interesting so,
0: that's yeah. you know i bet you that's that's just makes a lot of sense it would be so true um because you can't be this perfect angel. People, people try to act like one side was evil and the other side was good. Both sides, I say, were probably overall evil for them to descend into war. And so evil does have that dysfunction to it. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense, man.
2: And I, and I do think that the Confederates, over time, gained... Um an upper hand in the memory of the war that uh, I think over time, people became more sympathetic to the Confederates. They began to like, because after the war, the most famous man in the world at the time was Grant.
0: Okay. Grant Grant won. Yeah.
2: Well, now the most famous man is Lee. (laughs) Yeah, true. Nobody cares about Grant. Everybody loves Lee.
0: I remember learning about both of them, and I kind of liked Grant better because... He was for the Union, and I was like, the North are the good guys, because that's how I was taught. And okay. But I, I kind of liked both of them, and I always sort of loved the rebel flag because of, you know, the Dukes of Hazard and all that. But you're right. Nowadays, people know Lee, and they don't really know Grant. And Lee is more demonized today probably than in a long time. Maybe yeah. than ever. I wonder, because the North didn't really hate Lee, did they? Or did they? They probably no, hated no, him for well, a while.
2: No, they saw him as an elusive ghost. They saw him as somebody that would never be conquered. Yeah. somebody that they would just be chasing endlessly.
1: Yeah, and when he
2: surrendered, it baffled everybody. It baffled Grant. Grant was not expecting Lee to surrender. Wow. So that's why you hear the tales of um, Grant rushing in to the courthouse. He's he's uh, his boots are muddy. He's not. He doesn't have his saber. He's not uh, formally dressed and Lee is there you know in his formal attire <laughs> re- ready to, um, to to do what needs to be done yeah and that's why you, that's why you hear that story because Grant wasn't expecting it.
0: That's funny. It reminds me of the differences between these two artists that I heard about when I was taking art classes in college. Uh, my painting teacher told said one time that. I forget who it was, I may be misstating the characters here, but Leonardo used to make... Da Vinci used to make fun of Michelangelo, say, probably getting the names wrong, because uh, Leonardo would paint in his best, you know, best clothes, perfect threads, or whatever, and he would never get a blotch of paint on himself, whereas Michelangelo would be all messy. Maybe it was the other way around, or maybe it was neither of those guys. (laughs) But reminds me of Grant versus Lee, <laughs> and their personalities, if you will. Uh huh. That's well, cool, and,
2: and and Lee was he was an absolute soldier. He looked like a soldier. He was he was um, very well admired by by everyone. And Grant was an American through and through. He was just <laughs> um, he he, uh, he he tried to be a businessman. He 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 failed at some things. he, he was successful at other things. He wasn't. He wasn't entirely career military. He had gotten out of the peacetime military, and then he w- he got back in, and so it really is kind of two totally different personalities. Yeah. Lee in the Mexican American War, was a um, a battle hardened soldier. He was the bravest soldier of the war. And that was Grant before was,
0: Civil War. Bef- that was
2: long. That was in in the eighteen forties. Wow. And Grant was a supply master. He was, uh, and he did see combat. Um. But he knew the, um, the ins and outs of supply. But so did Lee. Yeah. You know, Lee, Lee, so basically everything that Grant knew, Lee also knew. They were both, you know, there's, there's this um, painted, there's this picture of Lee that people formed that uh, he, he was just a uh, kind of a, a man of the old uh, way of doing things, a man of the old school, and um, he, he, he wouldn't have the type of savvy of contemporary fighting like Grant would. That's hmm. simply not true. They were both uh, very savvy on modern fighting. They they both knew modern artillery and, and modern logistics. They both knew exactly uh, what worked and what didn't, and they both used it to their advantage whenever they could and to great effect. And so <clears throat> there's um it really is these two heavyweights, these two absolute heavyweights in the world that are competing. So. That's, That's awesome,
0: picture. man. You know, I have a caller who uh, has a comment about the so-called insurrection. Uh, okay. Do you want to talk to Mark from Los Angeles? Sure. Mark in Los Angeles, you're live with Daniel in Texas. Real quick, man.
3: Yeah. Well, yes, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I wanted to know <clears throat> if uh, Senator Strom Thurman or Governor George Wallace or Governor Lester Maddox or any of the other heroes— uh, that we had from the 20th century who were, who were uh, diehard Southerners who used the Confederate flag in their candidacy, would these good men have been considered uh, insurrectionists by the Negroes and their communist allies? That's the question.
2: Uh, with, to, to answer your question, the uh, Civil War, or the, the, the Confederates in the Civil War gained a lot of sympathy after the war. There was a lot of sympathy. Probably
0: through the 60s though, right? Or no?
3: Yeah, he managed to live. He lived until the 70s, I think.
0: Okay. And maybe the 80s. He and, was an
3: old man when he but died. But this is
0: the 19 this is in the 19 100s uh, uh, way way after the Civil War, but it, they yeah. flew the rebel flag to harken yeah. back to the Confederacy and there was some sympathy for that. They were not really were they smeared as insurrectionists by uh, the mainstream? No, huh?
3: No. And I'm just asking, by today's standards, would these idiots on the Democrat side that hate white people would they be able to? use, would? Would have they? Would have at the time that argument would it have worked to stop the the campaigns of Governor Wallace and Senator Thurman? They were both pro bro, uh, both pro South. Yeah. They both used the Confederate flag in their campaigns. So Mike again my question is by today's standards would the commies and their allies have branded them as insurrectionists
0: I would I would think that the communists of course would because they'll smear you without much without much basis in reality because they don't have they yeah, have like, a very loose relationship with the truth fast and loose with the facts Well the
3: Colorado Supreme Court has already convicted Trump of insurrection
0: I know And <laughs> yeah. if they're going to go
3: that far You
0: don't think they would have
3: done the same to Governor Wallace or um, Senator Thurman? Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, legally, I guess my question is legally. Which one said
0: was it George? Was it Wallace who said uh, segregation now, segregation forever?
3: Yeah, I worked for his campaign. He stood against the federal government.
0: Pardon me. He stood against the federal government.
3: He did. So would that be considered an insurrection, Trump? Stood against the federal government on January sixth, not in an insurrectionist form, but in a, in a peaceful protest. Right. But they're smearing him as an insurrectionist, an insurrectionist, even though he hasn't been charged and let alone convicted. So I want your guess. I'm going to try this one more time. Does he think they would be charged? These men that I mentioned would be charged with insurrection.
2: Do, do I do I think these men would be charged with?
0: It? If they were alive today doing their stuff,
3: yeah, or even back then, even in the forties and fifties and sixties, could the southern segregationists who ran for office be considered insurrectionists? That's the easiest way I can put it to you
2: well, well i i'm uh I think the answer is yes the answer is yes because they're they're already doing it um but my my point is that the um the law doesn't always dictate what happens.
0: Right. True. Politics big time. The the way that people are thinking and accepting. Like pot, pot is supposedly illegal federally, but the culture is very pro pot on both sides of the aisle nowadays. So they they don't really enforce it. Immigration, same okay. thing.
3: Right, I agree with that. Um, Well, it could be called a state's rights issue, the 10th Amendment.
0: That would be nice. The 10th
3: Amendment stood in in front of the 14th Amendment, but it didn't matter. They contradict each other. Yeah. Um, I I would say that in the 40s through the 60s, that Wallace, Thurman, and the rest of them would not have been charged with insurrection. I don't think they would have, although the idea of using insurrection as a way to... uh, to destroy democracy and what they're doing with Trump, had this ha- idea of calling insurrection, they would have probably done it at Wallace one or Strom Thurmond. I don't know, I could be wrong, but seeing how they're coming after President Trump, who wasn't even a southerner, who never uses the the uh, rebel flag, and they're calling him an insurrectionist. Yeah, where Thurmond and Wallace used the Confederate flag in their campaign.
0: Nowadays, and they... Governor
3: Wallace was elected to office as was Thurmond.
0: Nowadays. They don't. They call the these uh, the rebel flag the flag of the traitors, the tra- flag of the losers. They're just evil and dismissive and hateful. But they'll well, get away. The, with, they'll do whatever they can get away with to stay in power and to smear their enemy, which are the people, the decent Americans.
3: Well, the, um, the, your audience should know that the South tried to secede from the Union. Well, not they know overthrow, that. right. Uh, well, you know the people that want to. Call insurrection and call us, or call the uh, Confederates uh, traitors and all that. Or uh, you know, people who tried to overthrow the government. That's all a lie. It's that's just all a lie.
2: It's uh, c- can I can I throw can I throw my opinion? Yeah, on that Um, the secession of the South from the Union would inherently destroy the Union.
0: Oh,
3: that's what you say. I don't necessarily agree.
0: I want him him to elaborate on that, Mark. Okay. Continue. Sorry.
2: Sorry. Because internationally, the world is looking at the United States to fail. They're looking at the United States to fail, and they want to see the union torn asunder. And that would happen. It would be a failure. It would be a failure internationally, and it would be a failure domestically. And the Union would, over time, have very many problems dealing with, with uh, Britain. And Because once the uh, Confederates have their victory, what do you do with the new territories? What do you do with uh, your relations with Britain, which now has to recognize the Confederacy?
3: They're going to have to live with it. And they uh, to answer the first question about the territories, they would be un- they would have been under the control of Jefferson Davis. He would have been the new president. This is, all, that, that, this is all that,
0: this is this is all our speculation, of course. We're in our imaginations this, 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 yeah. about how this would be. Go ahead.
2: But but my point is, it is a destruction of the Union, no matter what side of the line you are.
0: Well, I say of- we would we would. Uh, Perhaps, I suggest perhaps we would have been just greatly diminished, Ah, la, I don't really know the history of the countries, but Northern Ireland and, and Ireland, or, you know, the different parts of the Brit- of the UK, how like they're not really countries, they're kind of countries, what are they? That type of thing. It would have been just a piddly, we would have been two piddly little countries, and now we're a piddly big country. <laughs>
2: Well, okay.
3: If I and, could and say it, this, I, and,
0: and this is this is just my opinion. Yeah, I'm not, of course.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I would this say is all that, just
0: fantasy, really.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but I, again, I think had the South won, the cotton industry would have kept the economy going. The North would have been under the um, rule of the South, and as far as Britain's concerned, we would have just had to work it out. You know, we're not going to let Britain tell us whether we're going to have slavery or not. And, but it uh, does. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go
4: ahead. I, I, I should All I was going
3: to say is, we would have been united under uh, under the Confederacy. Slavery would have been legal, and um, the war would have ended. And I think America would have been a greater place. And I don't consider myself a traitor. I consider myself pro-American. I was in the military. Yeah, and of course. I uh, I, I, pr- I love America. The Southerners but are important. some of the
0: some of the best Americans.
3: They um, are, and I, I, I voted for Wallace. I voted for Maddox. I voted for all the conservative Confederates back in the day. Had they won, I doubt if we'd be in the spot we're in today. And 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 I'll end with this: I think we may be coming to a second Civil War. and It's spiritually it be, course, that it way be.
0: already. We are so divided; it's a mess. But yeah. uh, thank yeah. you, Mark. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Take care, man. You're welcome. Oh. Thank you, sir. Yeah, right. Thank you, Mark. Uh, you wanted to say something Daniel real quick before we end?
2: Oh, no. Um I, I was just going to say that uh you know those are all good points. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. I mean, we this is all speculation. There's no way of knowing what the world would look like in in alternate history.
0: The only way um, forward it, if we want any good outcome is peace and, and unity as far as it depends on us, you know. Kind of like what the uh-huh. Bible says and what Trump is pushing for because uh I'm kind of starting to see both sides as, like that was only, a whole lot of evil comes out from war and fighting with the devils. All right. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Interesting stuff. Yeah. Appreciate you. Bye. Wow. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that, those of you who who hung in there. Uh, Denny in Bulgaria is on the line. Denny, thank you for calling and holding. What is up?
5: Evening, Mr. Hake. I hope you're doing well, sir.
0: <clears throat> I am, thank you, sir. Glad to hear. I was listening to your
5: program, remarkable as always, and I wanted to say a few things about the Russia-Ukraine conflict and also about the refugees, um, because it's uh, it's a rather clear contrast, and should be told a lot of a lot of Ukrainian refugees are even here. They moved in Romania, in Greece as well, and I, I I don't want to insult anyone. It was never my intention, but should be told it's a rotten country. It, it's like Ukraine. ridiculously corrupt. Yes. So
0: and so are, the the, are you saying that, that the refugees are corrupt as well? Or that, no?
5: That's what I'm calling. That's what I'm calling about. Wow. Uh, no, no, most of them, like the huge majority, definitely aren't. Because the first thing they did when they were on the buses and the trains were to look for jobs they knew where they were heading and they actually applied for jobs and some of them were even approved before they even got to those countries yeah a lot of them were improved uh, approved for jobs and for everything before they even got here
0: yeah i remember you mentioning this that they've been much better refugees than the the refugees from say like africa and other these other places so-called refugees. Yeah, those
5: refugees are like BMWs. You know, they look good, but they don't work during the the winter season. <laughs>
1: so,
5: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but, uh, but but it's it's remarkable to see them. It's been almost two years since they got here. Uh, their children are are, are in, in the schools. They're doing pretty well, very well. It's like they've, those people have always been here. The language is rather similar, so they they learn it pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, they do have an accent, but everybody has an accent. But but it's it's just delightful to see them. So it was actually pretty good for them because they really didn't have a lot, and most of them didn't have anything back in their home.
1: Yeah. And
5: now, two years after they've been here, they're applying for credit loans. Some of them purchased apartments and uh, homes and everything. There are criminals among them. Right. Yeah, of course there are. But, you know, there are criminals among every group. I don't... True. I mean, by profession and by trade, I'm an accountant. So I am the last person that should be pointing fingers.
0: You know, there are a lot <laughs> of
5: them among us that are not exactly clean.
0: Dishonest accountants, huh? <laughs> That's yeah. I
5: mean, and, and the thing is that, you know, what an accountant does is it, uh, it's not pretty easy, but let's say it's easier to get away with it. Yeah. Because it, it normally takes another accountant to catch them. Right. So, yeah, but uh, and about the conflict that's going on, uh, the reason you're not hearing a lot about it is because the main point of the whole campaign was for Putin and for Russia to take the territories that have ethnic Russians in there. And this is the Donetsk and the Lombansk province. Yeah. Because most of them, like 90% of the people there are Russians. They don't even speak Ukrainian. Like
1: wow.
5: They, they don't know it. Yeah. But you remember 10 years ago in 2014 when, when they took Crimea. Yes. They took the whole peninsula without firing a single bullet.
1: Wow. How nice. did that
5: happen? Why do you think that, that happened? That happened because there were Russians over there. They didn't... Stole that army as an attackers they saw them as liberators and as much I really am not a fan of, of the Russian Federation I'm not a fan of Vladimir Putin right uh, I know that I yeah but it is what it is like like them or not those are facts and I I just can't twist them the majority huge majority of that place in Ukraine is a ethnic Russian yeah and And once they, that's why you're not hearing about further invasion, I don't know that if, if you have had uh, the option to see the statistics for every uh, one uh, Russian soldier, there are four dead Ukrainian soldiers.
0: So Russia is losing and a quarter of the numbers uh that Ukraine is losing? Yes, Wow. And, and Russia has no, lost they're... a lot. Haven't they lost a lot? They've both lost a lot.
5: Well, you're seeing it from the wrong perspective. Uh, Because, yes, there's no such thing as a loss a lot when it comes to Russia. (laughs) Because they are, and I'm not joking. This is their mentality. They, They will, they have, you know, facilities and whole cities that are made of facilities that are producing ammunition. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's yeah. been their mentality since the Second World War. This had never stopped. So their, their whole infrastructure, okay, maybe not the whole infrastructure, but the huge majority of the infrastructure is military-orientated. It's been like that for 80 years. They've been preparing for this war yeah. for 80 years.
1: Wow. So now, I'm
5: not saying they wanted. They didn't want that war. Yeah. But they were preparing it because, from their perspective, we are the enemy. Europe is the enemy. Europe attacked them once during the Napoleon Wars, attacked them again during the First World War, attacked them again uh, during the Second World War. Well, Mr. Egg, those are three occasions within a hundred and something years. It's not that long and people aren't, you know, that forgetful. Yeah. So they've been prepared. They didn't want the war. Okay. They really didn't, but they were ready for it. And This is the whole point. The Ukrainians weren't. And the Ukraine not only weren't, they too didn't want that war. It all happened on a high political circle, and people were lied about. Yeah. And as crazy as it is, the reason you're not hearing a lot about this war anymore is because Russia already took what they wanted. They took the territories They were full of ethnic Russians
0: okay they
5: they actually uh accepted the the ukrainian soldiers that surrendered oh really uh some yes that they, they actually are treating them pretty humanely given all circumstances of yeah
0: course. right
5: so uh I'm there's, not always gonna be, live so like, there's always going
0: to be so there's always going to be war crimes i learned that you, from american anchor baby with these fighters you can't avoid them yeah yeah because there's going to be people who get them. amped up and then go crazy Yes,
5: yep. but but that that has nothing to do with the Russia Ukraine conflict. You you will have war crimes in no, uh, is just... uh, in Israel and uh, Palestine. Thing. You will have war crimes in Africa. Yeah, in uh, northern South Korea. I wasn't talking about. Okay, yeah, there there will be right. war crimes. But first of all, the situation can be remedied rather easily. And second of all, normally, in general, the soldiers are professional soldiers yeah all right uh, russia mobilized a lot of people but they didn't send them on the front they took them from the universities they took them from the, the jobs they took them from here and there but they didn't in general send them on the front yeah they like if you're an engineer or a chemist you were taken from your job and you were sent to a specific warehouse or a place to work for the war. You're still getting paid and, and and so on and so forth. Yeah. Maybe not as well paid as you pay, were paid on your former job, but your expenses were cut as well. So, you know, it's pretty similar. And this is their policy. I'm not saying if it's right or wrong. And right. In all fairness, who am I to say what's right or wrong in this in this case? I'm just telling you what it is because if you, if you see where the black sea is and it's not a very big sea, uh Well, th- th- this conflict is at the other side of that, you know, sea, and uh, 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 the water map. So I'm very familiar with what's going on. That's
0: and, awesome. Know, people do talk.
5: A lot of those Ukrainians that are here, do have relatives over there. They talk to them almost every day. Hmm. Wow. I-, I have a lot of colleagues. I work in an international company. I have a lot of colleagues in Ukraine. A- and we do have common projects. And not that I want to talk about the war, but, you know, it, it comes up as a subject. I, I can't just say I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it, it, it just seems ridiculous. Right. So this is the reason you're not hearing about it. I highly doubt that if by some miracle, maybe maybe they will just stop at the, at the already conquered territory. But there's another problem with the western part of Ukraine, because a lot of them, like again, about eighty, ninety percent of those people over there—they're not Ukrainian either. Those are Polish, and Polish. they speak Polish language. Yeah. yeah, they speak Polish language. That's basically a Polish territory. This was specifically designed and specifically rewritten by the Soviet Union so that every country can have its own territory. It was wrong. It, it, it had consequences. A lot of people were going to pay for those consequences, but this was the USSR policy back then. Yeah. And they, they took territories from specific countries and they gave them to another, or they made entirely new countries. It's a, 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 For example, Moldova, which is next to Ukraine, this is basically a Romanian province. They don't speak Russian, they, they're not Slavic, they're Romanian by roots. But they are Moldovan now. Yeah. And this was this was done on purpose. It's very similar. And uh, again, of course, I'm not happy that those people lost their homes. I'm not happy that they had to that they were forced to move elsewhere. Right. But I'm happy that they're here. That they contribute incredibly well. Nice. Uh, I don't know if I told you or Mr. Peterson when that happened. They were stationed at hotels near the Black Sea, at the seacoast. And it was February. It was cold. It was like, like now. And, you know, during the winter season, the hotels are empty. And it's not a good environment. You have a lot of forest over there. It's not being cleaned. The first thing they did was they got there, though they didn't have jobs. Or they cleaned the whole area. Wow. By themselves. Right on. They, they, and And it was an amazing thing to see.
0: Yeah.
5: There are some refugees from, you know, Middle East and Africa and they don't know from which side they should hold the broom. <laughs> so it's terrible. You know Yeah, well it is what it
0: is. Right. Interesting man. So
5: yeah, I just wanted to share this information with you because yeah, it is a bad situation, but should to be told, even in a very, very dark situation, um
0: there's I guess there's always hope.
1: And, right.
5: If you just stay observant, you can see where the hope is. Yeah. That's my point.
0: Nice, man. I appreciate this uh, call, Denny in uh, Bulgaria.
5: Well, okay. well uh, I wish you all the best. Kind regards to your colleagues and your viewers. And God be with you, Mr. Haig.
0: Thank you. You as well, Denny.
5: Well,
0: bye. Bye. That's cool. William in California is on the line. William, thank you for holding, man. You are live.
4: Good morning, morning, boys and girls. Welcome to the station. i will hit you upside your head with all the hits from all the guys to all the girls. This is the station W-I-L. Hey, James, how you doing?
0: I'm doing fine. Thank
4: you. This This is me, man. Hey, that car thing, that's up the road from me. They actually got 92 cars.
0: Stockton, was, California. Uh, yes, remember, David in Ocala, you. Florida, said yes. they had a cart uh, street takeover where they do these donuts and sometimes right. kill people. And so, Correct. 88 cars got impounded up in Stockton, California, based yep. police. So that's yep. up the street from you, huh?
4: Oh yeah. Oh yes. Nice. Yeah. I mean, the two towns are like night and day. Yeah. Um uh, uh, Stockton's pretty rough place. Yeah. But. Um, how they did that is they infiltrated their system. See, they they do this through Ooh. messaging, and they meet up, and then the reason why they can't get caught is because they just clog up all the, you know the you know the streets and everything, four different directions, and then the police can't get to them. Yeah. Well, what happened was this: the why they got so many is that they found out where the meeting place was going to be, and that's how they did it. And it was a sting. Nice. Know? They trapped them, and now here's the deal these drivers with millions of dollars invested in their cars they may not get their cars back actually they said they're not getting their cars back
0: wow right well i mean i don't know if i I don't know how i feel about that it's kind of good if they're because these street takeovers are illegal (laughs) and they're evil
4: man you know they take over the bay bridge and they do all kinds of stuff, right? Like that, man, kind of
6: messy. I mean, <laughs> it is I mean I'm up. into
4: racing, big time. Right. Professional racing, not hot rods out the garage. Professional racing teams. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. I don't even understand the purpose of burning rubber in in, in, a, in a circle. I can understand racing. I mean, wasn't... it
0: takes some skill. I would think. I've never done it. I've never it done it. I heard fun. it
4: does take a, take a skill. But yeah. I, I, I think it does. It just doesn't make any sense to do it because look what look what happened. And I mean, I yeah. think the law is going to make a comeback. Do
0: it out in this out in the desert. Drive out to the desert or the middle of nowhere and do it. Where you get just... a
4: special <laughs> spot for it. Yeah, or get a track for it or that you can do that. I, it just it's not safe. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we get on a racetrack and we go 250 miles per hour, a parachute behind you to stop you, and these guys can flip those cars 50 times and they walk away. Yeah. You have to realize a passenger car does not have the fabrication that a race car has.
0: Yeah, yeah. true.
4: They cannot afford to put that stuff in c- passenger cars.
0: In fact, they don't they put governors on these cars so you can't really go past uh, 115 miles an hour or something like that?
4: Something some like that. A yeah. <laughs> little, little chip. You know, yeah, they got something that does that, but um, they these guys may not be getting their cars back. And speaking of cars, uh, over in San Francisco, I had a conversation with my brother last night, a serious conversation. I said, you see where they burned the uh, self-driving car?
0: Oh, yes, yes, that was in San Francisco, Chinese, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chinatown. Yeah. They yeah. burned up that self-driving car. I saw it on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I I told my brother, and I'm going to be honest with you, I said, man, let me ask you something. Are you hooked on owning all this property we have and collecting this rent, just the title of owner, or what is it that you like about it? Because I told him, I said, it's getting close. They're going to start robbing our tenants. Yeah. And they're not just doing this in bad neighborhoods. They're going to the nice neighborhoods doing all this crap.
0: Yeah, right. You
4: know, Crapping on the streets and everything. I haven't gotten any complaints from any of my tenants, but I'm getting sick of it. I'm thinking about getting out of here. That might be wise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You
0: you could probably make a a pretty penny selling that property because it's probably still quite expensive. Irregardless, very, very valuable,
4: very valuable. I got a building worth four million dollars, and I told my brother, "What's the what's what's, what's the deal here?" You
0: get know, out while it's it. worth something.
4: That's what I told him. I said, "You, you want to just own it, just because you know, say maybe. you own it?" I say, "Let's go." Yeah, let's go. You know, let's get rid of it. I mean, same with my house. That's another thing. Just because my neighborhood right here is gated and protected with private police, it is very delusional for me to think the whole state of California is like that.
0: Well, they, they might start to have a breaking point. The Democrats, you know, uh, uh, back in the 80s, early 90s, the Democrats mm-hmm. got kind of tough on crime because the blacks were begging for it. And it was out of control, yes. Yeah, so we got three the three strikes, strikes. law yeah. that was bipartisan, yeah. right? Exactly. Uh, bipartisan usually means evil, so I wonder right. about that. But um, they're starting, Gavin Newsom, I heard, is starting to you know pretend to get a little bit tougher on crime. Well, it's and also so there election may be a time. turning point. Yeah, I know. It's
4: also election yeah. time. I think he's just blowing smoke. Yeah. That's well, true. I, I, I wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to thank you for taking my call, but I can tell you this. I was listening to Thomas Sowell the other day, and he said something that hit me in the nose. He said, because I, I, I'm going to tell you, I had an incident where my niece and my brother's ex wife, they live in Oakland, and she said something, and and that she has her daughter, my niece bought into this she says we're getting 71 million dollars a piece for reparations i says wait a minute wait a minute there was no never no slavery in california where are you coming from with this and you're yeah. 18 you're 18 years old what are you talking <laughs> about is her mother is indoctrinating her with that Shameful. reverend brown and london breed are giving you a pipe train you never chase a lie yeah um thomas soul says something he says he, he, he goes i don't care if you do give a handout to anybody any of these blacks it will not put you on the same put you in the same mindset of somebody who actually has did the work i can't get on a golf course or a basketball court and tell lebron james hey man you're better than me i need some of that i need some of that money you can't do it and um I was kind of shocked that my niece said that. You yeah, this very alarming. It's very alarming, and but I had to think about this. She graduated during the pandemic. That diploma might not even be any good
0: from high school, huh? Yeah. Great inflation.
4: I don't mean, I mean, I'm just kind of, I mean, I'm just telling the truth about it. You right. know, I'm, I don't even, I don't know. I just don't know, man. Does she, she like it's, you? It's, pardon me.
0: Does she like you?
4: Oh, she loves her uncle. Nice she gets spoiled. She gets her little gifts and everything, but it's not, the, the love is not because of that. She knows I'm her uncle and I'm her dad's brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, she does. Uh, she likes me and she, she, she laughs and giggles. and she's a niece. She's a niece. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, uh, you've had some interesting calls here this morning. These are people who I love. He- I love hearing these guys. Mark yeah, me and too. The guy in Texas, and I like to Daniel. hear Rick and 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 uh, uh, the guy up in Illinois, uh, uh, Keith. I like
0: that Keith guy. in Illinois. Yeah,
4: yeah, man. These are people that got sense. to kind of open their mouth when they know what they're talking about. But you were having a conversation about. I see that some blacks are starting to get some momentum with starting to bring this stuff back up about. Nazis and if you really know anything about any of that, World War II was not started in 1941. It was started in 1939. The tip of the first, and two days later, France, England, and who was was it? France, England, I don't three know. of them that drew out papers of war. That's, where, that's when World War II started. And yeah. It was up Poland. You were talking to somebody that didn't even geographically know the countries. World War Two was started in Poland when Germany invaded them. So September third, September third, nineteen thirty nine, World War Two started. Now the Nazi thing, black people need to get over that because Nazism doesn't have anything to do with you really.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: The First Reich, all- <laughs> if you knew your history, and you should know this by the 12th grade, the First Reich was uh, something to do with the Romans. The Second Reich was World War I. And the Third Reich is World War II.
0: Okay. okay. I didn't know
4: that. That does not have anything to do with black people. Now, did the SS... Kill some of the black soldiers out there in Germany during That's World War Two. It They it basically murdered a whole unit. Yes, that did happen. But we have to get over this blackness and everything. And this superior—you're yeah. actually being the way that you're actually acting the way the people you're accusing of trying to be superior It's all oh, my black. I'm, I'm pissed that it. it was disgusting with this national anthem
0: they had during the Super Bowl—the black national anthem. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm gonna play it at the end of my show. Uh, not that, not that version, but a different version, a nicer version, maybe. Yeah,
4: it's. It, I mean, I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> and to black, stop you heard. I don't know if you heard the some of the callers on the JLP show, but yeah. uh, Josh from Georgia has called into my uh-huh. show before, but he's yeah. told JLP today that he grew up with the uh, so-called Kwanzaa and Black National yeah. Anthem. So you yeah. got to be patient with these young blacks because they're raised in that brainwashing, like you said, the you nieces. Get people
4: in your show and you, they've constantly been told over and over wow yeah. and I've seen you do it you lose me when I, I just walk out the garage and, and, and <laughs> I, just, I, I walk out the garage when I hear these conversations like yeah. you get two, three super good calls here with these guys but then sometimes you get people that call in and you have said it I've seen you say it and you go wow that <laughs> right. actually doesn't make any sense you're all over the place but the thing is is all of this blackness Black Panthers BLM None of it worked. And as for the insurrection, I do believe what the guy in Texas was talking about, the losing side is the one that, well, the winning side usually gets the they're the ones to get to call it what they want to call
0: it. Yeah, what a mess, now, whether as it's far true or South, false.
4: Yes, as far as the South, they were the more American people. As far as the insurrection, it's not an insurrection. If you knew what you were talking about, it's right there in the First Amendment.
0: You're talking about the, the 2021 January 16th.
4: No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it it is. It is now here. It is in black and white. The right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government re- a redress of grievances.
0: Right, I know that. We you all know do. that.
4: You do. Yeah. So that's not an insurrection. You know. Yeah. And the it South was a riot actually,
0: at you, the you know, Capitol.
4: And yeah, most, well, it, it was a
0: mostly peaceful protest, part of which turned into a riot. Right. Got out now,
4: now really? if you knew anything, the, um, the South, the, well, the North, well, this government has actually adopted some of the South's beliefs, especially the one where states shall govern their own laws. They were fighting for independence.
0: Right. That, so, was, that was what the North was, that was what the whole country was founded on, that the states would have their rights. Uh,
4: That is definitely in the Bill of Rights. Yep. And that's where you should be careful about Google and reading things, just one, two paragraphs. You have to understand. I know. Our Bill of Rights, our Constitution, which is the best in the world.
0: Is it? Even though we (laughs) have a
4: lot of problems.
0: Yeah. It's
4: the best. You show me... James, I show can't show me so, a country that better. I don't know, I don't know any other country. <laughs> you, you you can't find one. Can't? Of
0: course, I'm not I'm not here to uh, to pretend I know. I'm just questioning everything. Uh, well, nowadays. no, it's cool. It's yeah. cool
4: because what you do is if you don't know, you're just ain't gonna speak on it. Like right? You just said a few minutes. Or I'll
0: speculate a little. But yes, so, who doesn't?
4: Right? Who doesn't? You know? And I mean, any real adult would. Do his own research and say, "Oh wow, I was wrong." There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. And a shout out to David in Ocala. I looked up that 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 uh, 49 reasons. Um, great music, man. Nice, <laughs> nice. I think I think he's talking about uh, artists name um julius brockington is what he said 49 reasons
0: it went over my head david of florida yeah. called yesterday first thing yesterday on hague he's good. He's and he good gave guy. some recommendations for william
4: yeah. he's he's good it was it's nice tell him i listened to it is great nice. it great and and uh rick we need to get more from him and indeed Eve, because we do have uh very sensible thinking black people in this country we True. do We do. But for me to say black people are doing good just because me as an individual is doing okay, that's very delusional.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, William. Appreciate you, man. Take care.
4: And thank you for taking my call, James.
0: All right. right. Bye. It's time for Steve Taylor Tuesday, guys. At the end of the next hour, I will have... A uh, Black History Month. Lift every voice and sing Black National Anthem. So make sure you stay tuned or tune in or jump to to that if you want to hear it. But it is Steve Taylor Tuesday. This is... What track is this called? Uh, Jim Morrison's Grave. Jim Morrison, you know, the guy from The Doors. I think he was the lead singer of The Doors. Am I right? The Doors, great band. Jim Morrison's Grave by the Christian singer slash artist Steve Taylor from the 1987 album, I Predict 1990. I hope you enjoy it. You musical philistines, I'll be right back to more calls. You can call in right now during the Hake break. Be right back for hour two. Hang tight. it's about, but it is Christian, and it sounds cool to me. late 80s. I mean, it's in the title. It's about Jim Morrison's grave, Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Taylor. And the Goodyear blimp. In the video. Hake B-Roll. Tag Trust me bro it's Christian Steve Taylor Jim Morrison's grave RIP Jim Morrison Lead singer from the Doors. Did he OD? The Doors were not Christian, right? But they were talented. Talent on loan from the Lord. Or was it the devil? 1987. I predict 1990. Thank you, uh, Steve Taylor. Talented, sort of an independent thinker, Christian musician. Sort of criticized a lot of the Christians, by the way, I'll have you know. A quick super chat or two here, guys. You can super chat over on buymeacoffee.com slash Report or wherever you like. Rumble, DLive, uh, where else? Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at Carver says, hey, Hake, in keeping with the topic of today's show, I have another Hakes hypothetical for you. If the Bond staff was around. It's if the bond staff were around. <laughs> Correct your grammar there, or whatever you, word use. Uh, f- during the Civil War, on which side would each of you fight? On which side, for which side would you, each of you fight? No cop out, don't take side snake answer please, says Carver with his coffee. Well, my grandpa I think came from Virginia. I heard one of my great-grandpas came from, uh, was almost burned at the stake by American Indians. Cool, huh? One of my great-great-grandpas or great-great-great-grandpas. But that may have been an old wives' tale. I feel like my mother might have told me stuff that, you know, uh, Pocahontas' mother told her stuff and she turned out to be one 1024th, one 1024th, of an engine, American engine. (laughs) So who knows? But I don't know, I trust my mother and my father. I don't know. I saw what Virginia, what was Virginia? Wasn't that General Robert E. Lee? Wasn't he from Virginia? So out of loyalty to my state, because loyalty to the state, your state, meant more than loyalty to the country, the uh, federal government back in those days. At least that's what I heard about General Lee. So, I probably would have uh, fought for the uh, South, the beautiful South, even though I was raised with the North are the good guys, the South are the bad guys. Who wants slavery? I don't want slavery. I don't want to be a slave. I don't particularly want a slave owner. I can barely handle a cat or zebra finches or turtles. I had to, I had to t- return the turtles or a snake. <laughs> Or an Iguana. Or a dog. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, Okay, so that would be me. JLP would be fighting for the South, of course, yeah. Um, Joel Friday would have fought for the South, because he's from Shreveport. (laughs) Nah. Shriverport. American Anchor Baby. He would have fought for the South, although he's part communist, that is to say Cuban, so he might have been for the North, (laughs) because the communists were cheering on the North. They were cheering on the war to get rid of slavery. Uh, And the Irishman might have fought for the North, because he was from New Jersey. Sean would have been for the North. Uh, Hassan would have been probably for the beautiful South. Yes, indeed. He has some roots in, like, Florida. Was Florida a state back then? Did they take sides with the South? I don't even know. (laughs) Son is a whoops, cracker. (laughs) Cracker. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Twitch. Shout out to Radulazer. I might not see you on Twitch for a while. I might get suspended for that one. (laughs) Hake would have fought for Canada. Or who would have fought for Canada? Oh, Nick, the anchor baby. Who else is around here? Uh, Daniel would have, would have, uh, I don't know what Daniel would have done. Probably for the South. Yeah, for the South. So we have more Southerners, based Southerners. But it would have been brother against brother. What a shame. Thank you, Carver, for your coffee. (laughs) I think I gave you your coffee's worth on that. Let's get to Keith in Illinois, who's on the line here. Keith, thanks for calling and holding, man. How are you doing? All right. Hey, guy. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fine, thank you.
7: Yeah, I was um, calling to talk about why um, I don't uh, like uh, what I don't like about Black History Month. Is all the liberals and the Democrats do is you know bring up more division, you know. They bring up more hate. They bring up stuff from 1942. We, we don't even know if it's true. They just say that in a town of Mississippi, four black men was marched into a jail. <laughs> Nobody even knows it's true.
0: But yeah, and they don't use, know why or what.
7: Right, right. They, 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 don't never, they never explain like why or what. Or even if they do, I still don't know if the story is true or not. I, mean, right. I don't know. Yep. And all they do is for the reason. So black history money has never been used really for to make people black people feel better about the achievements of good honest hard working black people they never really use it to give black people any pride about you know the the, the some of the situations that, that these uh black people was under but they was able to overcome and able to create things that help help the world today they never use it for that it's yeah. always for anger the more divisiveness. More division, so it's like this is like pride. I'll be glad when black history month is over and pride month. I'll be glad when they, because it's just like it's never used, but nothing but but division. And you get these so-called fake black activists and these politicians. I mean, it's just all so fake. I don't understand why people are so. I mean, I understand, but it's just so weak and pathetic that they fall for anything. I mean, it's like no evidence. Yeah. I had a guy that I thought was kind of smart, you know, kind of intelligent, because we agree on nine, 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 90% of everything. Right. He told me that Donald Trump was the head of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> I said, what? No. I said, well, what evidence did you have? He said, that lady. I said, maybe you're talking about Tiffany Cross. She no longer works for anybody. But I said, how come he dated a black woman? He helped Jesse Jackson for president in the 80s. I said, why was he uh, awarded NAACP Awards? Why is he taking pictures with Snoop Dogg? Michael Jackson, Oprah, why was he really adored by the black community? He only became racist when he ran for president. Yeah. I said, So tell me why was all those things in the eighties and the nineties and the early 2000s show that he was not a part of any kind of clan, what let alone the head of the Ku Klux Klan? Right. Any part of the clan? I said, Now I got evidence. You gonna tell me what that lady said, but he was so emotionally bound in it that I was like, Well, you know, you can think what you want to think. I said, I came up with evidence. You came up with nothing, because right. some lady said Uh-huh. But another thing I like to say is about men, period, especially black men. But men, they will watch TV, but they are nothing but she-males. More, anytime you can vote for Hillary Clinton, or five-foot-three, little old white woman, <laughs> and you call yourself a male to be president of the United States, there is something mentally, unstably wrong with you. Yeah, How could you call yourself a man? I know. <laughs> I, I, I look at the mirror and say, I'm a man, when you a five foot three, seventy year old white woman, I don't care if she's a black woman, this is a woman's here, but I'm talking about if you a black man, how could you say a a five foot three, seventy year old white woman is your savior? Black black people biggest problem is they're always looking for a savior so the liberals and the, and, and the Democrats always giving them a savior, which works for them. You know, like black people don't think they can do nothing on their own. Like they can't save their communities, They can't raise their kids. They can't get a job. They can't do nothing yeah. without a savior from the liberal And the, the devil always send them a fake so-called savior. You know, the preacher going to save them. The, the Democrats going to And it's been 60 years and nobody saved them from nothing. But they're still waiting on
0: some kind of messiah. You know what
7: I'm saying? It's just like,
0: it's just so ridiculous,
8: though. It's just it's not making any
0: sense. It's true, man. <sighs> and there's this false pride that they have, that they take on, mm-hmm. right. about what this black person did or this black right. person right. did, and yeah. they think that it's them. They take a, an identity along with them. Oh, that's one of us. Yep, as if my, as if that yep. reflects well on you personally, and it's that's such an empty, false pride, and I think that a big part of why they're fa- falling into this so deeply, and it's something that human nature does. Like, oh, we get mm. excited. Oh, the white man beat the black man in the in the uh, in the boxing match. Tyson Fury, yeah. we'll call him white yeah. even though he's Irish, because he beat right. Deontay Wilder. I get right. that every human being falls into that thing, but I think the Blacks fall into it more deeply. Oh, yeah. One, because they're fed this racism, dumb lie right. all the time. Right. And two, right. because they have no parents. They don't have that uh, natural identity or confidence from a good, strong father um, right. and, and right, their hey. mother. So, right,
7: hey.
0: so right, I think hey. that they're just blind and brainwashed more easily because they're basically like a bunch of women. You know how bre- women get brainwashed easily? So I agree with
7: you percent that's, that's what's happening to what the are. blacks. I call them females. I mean, if you call oh, them a you depend 5'3", 70 year old white woman. I mean, I, mean I, I just bring it up to Hillary and White. Yeah. I don't have anything against you know, anybody any race. Right. I believe in the human race. Right? That's all I believe in. Nice. But if that's your savior, you got a serious beta... You know, you you have a feminist... You're like a feminist. You're a delta Beta feminist. They call yourself a man.
1: Yeah,
6: it's true.
0: Yeah.
7: You know, like I said, they've been told that they can't save
0: themselves. It reminds me of... It reminds me of uh, the caller from the Jason Lee Peterson show today, uh, Jason from Buffalo, New York, talking about uh, Trump is a liar and he's stupid. I don't feel any sympathy for stupid, but I'm a... I'm a empathetic person. I have empathy. Mm-hmm. I know what people are feeling, but not for stupid people, and not for what? fetuses, because that's the mother's uh, That's the mother's decision to kill the baby in the womb. Oh, it's not a baby. It's a fetus. It's a brainwashing. It is, it is. You just told something, what? and you swallow it and repeat some lie mindlessly, and you're... I think that that's ha- what happens al- al- among all people, too, because you'll hear the so-called we'll right-wingers and the bible thumpers and the whatever thumpers that you want repeating uh-huh. stuff that they've heard and they're just empty intellectuals devils fighting
7: yeah, yeah. and like I said you give, because they've been feminized I mean beyond yeah. beyond beyond, fem, beyond femininity they just these males are so feminized I believe but if you give them a righteous man that's going to, you know what I'm saying, that, that they should listen to, vote for, or, you know, follow. I mean, I, I don't believe in following a man, but, you know what I'm saying, I would say because they're weak follow. They won't follow him. They want to find some guy going to bring out the feminist, you know what I'm saying, the emotional feminine side. That's who they're going to follow, and he's going to lead them right to nothing but self-destruction. Yeah. It, it's just like it's just like they're a bunch of like a bunch of little prostitutes, and they're looking for some pimp, I and mean, they even men looking for some pimp to save them. They've been feminized by watching sitcoms, listening to MSNBC, CNN, but you already have to have somewhat of a feminist spirit to even be attracted to some 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 crazy ideology like, like that. Anyway, you have to be feminized. It's like you can't you have to plant on, on fertile ground. You know you can't plant you can't plant plant a seed on concrete or rock.
0: So they're not so going to take it. These already
7: have a feminist kind of mentality, yeah. and, and they believe all the lie, all this emotional lies and all that they feed into it, and they don't want to hear any truth. Because if you remember, if somebody makes you emotional, you don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear any facts and figures. You don't want to hear nothing. You just want to hang on to your feminist spirit and you'll ride. You'll beat that dead horse, and it ain't going to get up and run no race. But they've been. They have just been. It's just so sad. If you ask me. That you can vote for a five foot three, seven year old white woman and call yourself a man and then turn around and vote for old Joe
0: Biden and then <laughs> come
7: on and have it. You, 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 you are nothing but a she male.
0: I don't like that term, man. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I got you. Female. Yeah.
7: I just had to say that. I appreciate you letting me speak. Y- y'all got take, take
0: care. Of yourself. Thank you. Eh? Thank you, Keith. Take care as well. Bye. Bye. Right. You know, I was reading the my Bitshoot comments. I read my Bitshoot comments sometimes, and this guy Pete, again, gave me a tip. Pete from Bitshoot. B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E Bitshoot.com slash The Hague Report. Uh, by the way, JLP, The Fallen State, Bond, they're all on Bitshoot as well. Um, and he asked me, and I don't know what The occasion was why he asked me this, but I looked it up. He said, have you ever heard of the domesticated silver fox experiment? Let me check what exactly he said. Russian, oh, have you ever, Pete asked, have you ever seen the Russian fox experiment? Russian fox experiment. You guys heard of this? I feel like almost American Anchor Baby is talking about this this stuff because American Anchor Baby knows a lot of stuff. Or he looks up stuff. Uh, I'm like, no, I have not. But I looked into it. And so the, these Russians for decades, I guess, have been trying to do this thing called evolution, but very fast. Where, you know, we've had these, all of these breeds of dogs. Dogs, I guess, are not foxes. Foxes and dogs are two different animals, apparently, according to them. And so uh they've been breeding these foxes that are more friendly to human beings. Friendly, we breed you. If you're not friendly to human beings, if you run away or you're a little aggressive, we don't allow you to multiply. They're using these silver foxes. Not to be confused with the older ladies. We're not talking about older ladies, silver foxes. <laughs> I called some old lady mildly attractive, and I didn't mean it like that, and somebody's all, oh, hey, he's into the silver fox." It's not like that. The domesticated silver fox is a form of silver fox. This is according to far-left Wikipedia, okay? All right? Totally useless website. <laughs> not as bad as Google, though. Not as useless as Google. Uh, that has been, to some extent, domesticated under laboratory conditions. It's A silver fox is a melanistic form of wild red fox. Melanistic meaning they stay... A melanistic squirrel is, like, all black. Or albino, like, white fur, whatever. Because red foxes have some silver in them, I guess. But whatever. They use selective breeding to transform the species. As described by Charles Darwin on the origin of species. They recently came out with... Darwin Online project, something like that, and put out all the stuff that he ever read, supposedly, that he's documented as having read, uh, on the internet. Internet. Took him like 15 years to do it, by the way. On the origin of species, he's the guy who came up with this idea or theory of evolution. That men came from apes, or something like that. Or men are apes, something like that, whatever. Don't know, don't care. But this thing, they, um, they bred them to be domesticated, meaning you can have them as pets. They're expensive, but you can have them as pets. And I think it was founded by this guy, Dmitry Belyeyev. Belyeyev, something like that. He questioned how the diversity of canine breeds had arisen from domestic dogs, Lupine, lupine ancestors. Lupine means wolf, I guess. Because you know you, have, you get lupus. Some of these ladies get lupus. Especially ladies do. And they look like wolves. Wolf, lupine, lupus. Ancestors. I guess all the dogs came from wolves, so they claim. So he couldn't fig- come up with uh, how, they, how they came about try to breed these dogs to be, I mean, these foxes to be domesticated, pets. And then they came up with this thing called domestication syndrome. Domestication syndrome. This is what was interesting to me about it. I believe that we have a domestication syndrome syndrome. <laughs> Our human beings are suffering from, lupus is Latin for wolf, says, uh, Latin for wolf, says, come on, man. Wolves are highly intelligent. Yeah, true. And I think human beings used to be tougher, rougher, stronger, maybe bigger, maybe even smarter in some way. We think we're so smart. I think that's because we're so st- Stupid. Don't say that word, kids. Too much. But I think we're so stupid that we think we're smart. You know how stupid people think that we're smart? <laughs> we Somebody called Hake. I think it might have been uh, Flat Earth Victory. Called Hake House Cat Hake. Meaning I'm a domesticated kitty cat. I'm not scary, tough. Uh, stuff like that. Aggressive. My cranium is smaller than my, uh, ancestors. I think this is, you know, the, uh, tough times make weak men type things? We're getting domestication syndrome. Just like these dogs, these little dogs that are all domesticated, they have floppy ears. You see Hake with his floppy ears? <laughs> you see all these people with their floppy ears trying to be animals? Why can't you say stupid now? Uh, Because it's considered rude if you're a child and you're calling other children stupid all the time or you're calling your parents stupid all the time. Even if it's true, it might not be proper to say it too much. That's why. You can say it. You can say it, Dean, I guess. Wolves have bigger craniums. They're more aggressive. They uh, have... I think they have a shorter period in which they're making babies. Whereas, I think domesticated dogs can make babies all year. And that's why, maybe why they're so, like, trying to have the S-word all the time. I heard that bonobos are supposedly kind of like chimpanzees. Bonobos and chimpanzees are supposedly related to human beings, they say. And chimpanzees are more violent. But the bonobos are more S-wordual. Sexual. They have the S word a lot. I heard just for the thrill of it, not just purely for like having, having uh, children perverted. <laughs> and they say that the domesticated animals can, ha- can breed all year <sighs> and they have smaller heads, smaller craniums. Do, do women have smaller craniums than men? I'm curious. Is that true? Come on, Hake, don't be a house cat. Oh man, Hake. Don't be a house cat, Hake. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, they have just they're less they have less lower testosterone, the domestication syndrome animals have lower testosterone. And so they're less aggressive. That governs aggression and brilliance maybe. <laughs> you know how, the, how men versus women, men have a wider bell curve of smart versus really, stu- really, really smart versus really, really stupid than women? Women have a more limited bell curve in terms of brilliance and stupidity. The men get really dumb or really, really smart, and women get r- relatively smart and relatively dumb, but mostly they're just midwits midwits. Is Hake a midwit? I've asked this question three times now on the show. Or is Hake more like a dimwit? Or is Hake brilliant? (laughs) So I just saw this thing about the floppy ears and snub nose. They're not as... They're not as awesome. Now it's good to have balance in terms of aggression. I heard that blacks have higher testosterone, including the black females have higher testosterone. And maybe that contributes to when they're angry, they're aggressive. And when others are angry, they become petty, conniving, uh, underhanded. Whereas blacks are just like thump you or whatever. Is Hake woke? What do you mean by that word, Steve C.? I'm just saying, I think that there's this domestication syndrome that's happening and it's gone too far. I wonder if. (laughs) Hake saying we need to reconnect with nature. Hake, a based pagan, asks Kevin Howe. Because I don't think he. Is he not a Christian or is he Christian but he's pagan? Because I have some pagans in my chat. Pagans among my audience or the JLP radio network audience. There's a pagan who calls the American anchor baby, he's done away with the Christians because the Christians, he thinks, surrendered the white race to uh, all the other races, to this diversity, these Christian nations, countries. The Christians suffer from domestication syndrome, became nice rather than than righteous. They became nice. I just wonder about this. They say that they closed our, our third eye, whatever that is, with the tap water, which Hank used to drink. They gave us the, uh, that, what's that stuff that's supposed to clean your teeth, keep your cle- teeth from getting uh, holes in it because we eat so much sugar? Fluoride. Thank you. Nick and Hassan. They put fluoride in the water and it makes us dull. They've pushed the gay agenda and the effeminate agenda on on the men, because the men were too tough, too manly, too freedom of speech, too cussing and and racist so-called, using racist language and racist messaging. Now we have to be domesticated and nice. Don't offend anybody. Domestication syndrome. That's what I'm thinking is happening to America, the whites, to the men around the so-called West. It's probably even happening in the East. In uh, Japan, you hear about Japan is suffering from this diversity problem. They had a non-Japanese Ukrainian Miss Japan who got her thing revoked. Nice. Her title revoked. She surrendered. They have the Muslims taken over in uh, Russia. Japan is faux west, says Nick. Yeah, good point. But uh, even Russia's probably uh, following at a slight distance behind us. We think they're so based. They're not based compared to how they used to be, I bet you. Uh, it's probably happening kind of around the world this Phoniness, kissing up to the women, kissing up to the gays to a certain extent. And the LGBT and the other races in this diversity stuff. And we have these nice spoiled lives where we can be indoors all day, not go outside. Oh, by the way, they have less tough, uh, the domesticated animals, domestication syndrome animals, They have more allergies, you know, about the, or something like that. They fall prey to disease quicker than these wolves. They have a tougher, the wolves have a tougher immune system. A tougher immune system. So that's just a little point that I wanted to raise for you guys. Something to think about. (laughs) Allergies don't exist in these tougher-to-live-in countries, says Nick. Yeah. All these former communist countries, they're tougher than us, you know? Kind of. Because they brought tough lives upon themselves. They say that the Soviets are based compared to us. Old Soviets, the old Russian communists? I don't know. I heard that they did use and exploit the uh, degenerates, and then they killed them all. That's I disavow that. That's bad. That was the wrong way to go about stuff. <laughs> but use these people and then spit them out. And, and just... Terrible. Wow. By the way, shout out to Pete for... Uh, that tip on domestication syndrome and d- domesticated silver fox. I don't know what the point of his thing, but that's the point that I gleaned reading about this domestication syndrome. But a tip from Pete on BitChute. You know how I wore that t-shirt that says, and I have it on my cup? La la la. The Hake Report. La la la. My mug here? N- m- not my face. This mug, this cup. Water cup. Well... Also on Bitshoot, he says, he explained that la-la-la, do-re-mi-fa-so-la, is number six. Do-re-mi-fa-so-la, la-la, six, the sixth note, ti-do. If you ever watch The Sound of Music, those are the, those, that's an octave, I guess. La-la-la uh, is six-six-six, and he said blue in that chat. I'm like, what do you mean by blue? Well, blue, low-key, blue. Blue's color frequency, he says, is 666 or 66.6. 66.6 what? I don't know. But he says uh, blue. Maybe not this color blue. Frequency is 666. What? Is it kind of like worshipping the sky, Mother, Mother Nature? I don't want to lift up my arm too big too big because lest I have, lest I be unsure. The Smurfs were blue, he says. (laughs) This may seem silly, because it is. The Smurfs, you guys remember the Smurfs? Maybe you don't. Gen Xers would. Older Millennials might. Some of the Boomers would. I love Boomers. And the Smurfs did la-la-la, la-la-la-la-la-la, I heard. I don't really remember the Smurfs that well. I didn't watch it too much, but I did kind of like it. But I remember people singing the Smurfs, and they would sing la-la-la-la-la, something like that. It is an alignment. They put la-la-la in a lot of music. They even made La La Land the movie, L.A., Los Angeles, and called it La La Land. I saw that movie. Hmm. Satanic messaging and everything. I think it's not too big of a deal. Pure evil, they were not good. Are you referring to the Smurfs? Were the Smurfs evil? Smurfs were like these little cartoon characters. There's a whole bunch of them. They were like gnomes. Or, I don't know. Midgets. (laughs) Shout out to the midgets. I don't mean that, midgets. Hake, never admit you saw La La Land ever again, please. Didn't they have that, that one actor who's pretty good, though? Hake loved that movie. <laughs> but he, he, the point is, the guy is saying there's all these satanic messaging. And if the sky is blue, maybe they're talking about worshipping creation, which is the devil. It's devilish to worship the creation rather than the creator. The devil wants you worshiping anything but God. Right? I think... Smurfs were very cool, says Terry. Thank you, Terry. So thank you, uh, for that tip over on BitChute. I do try to read my BitChute comments. That's nice. You know, I was reading about, uh, this case in Texas last week. I don't know if I have it handy that I could read it to you. But uh, this man, this so-called husband, tried to poison his wife's baby, Give feed his wife some poison. And the point was to make her have a miscarriage. A miscarriage. And he damaged her Ex-wife now, right? I guess he divorced him over this. Women. (laughs) No loyalty. (laughs) Kidding around a little bit. But he didn't want the baby, I guess. Husband. Not wanting the wife to have a baby? You have to be pretty far gone. And what happened was, word got out. It went to court. And he got two years. Two something like that 2 years in prison and 10 years probation something like that or was it 60 days probation Abortion. i i can i can find the details on this story but i saw uh, esoteric in the chat during this Hake news segment i guess it was on february 9th just a few days ago last week Ten years probation is pretty brutal. People would rather serve longer time than one... I, maybe it was 180 days? People would want to serve longer time than 180 days, which is less than half a year, I think, to get out of probation. Really? Really? Um, that's wild. I don't know anything about the, uh, the penal system, really. Really? Very limited first-hand experience with uh, with all that. I've been to uh, some prisons and things. Visited uh, some prisons along with JLP. You know, to speak to the... uh, To speak with the um, people. Because JLP has spoken to inmates, prison inmates. Uh, Bill Lockwood. American Liberty with Bill Lockwood. Patriot Pulpit. He, too, has talked about, has talked, worked with the kids, the juveniles in the juvenile detention centers. But, uh, according to the ladies at the Skim, on, uh, the week of February 9th, last week, I guess, a 39-year-old man was sentenced to 180 days in jail for drugging his then-wife's drinks. ...in order to get her to miscarry. And as you know, Texas bars... Or you, ...as you may know, all abortions... ...except in the case of a medical... Medical, in, in, ...medical emergency. Still, the man managed on seven separate occasions... ...to drug his wife's drinks... ...allegedly with a Mexican brand. Why a Mexican brand? Of abortion pills... Doctors who facilitate abortions face the threat of life in prison, fines, and the loss of their license. In this case, however, the man got a measly 180 days in jail and 10 years probation. 10 years probation is kind of a long time, but what's probation? What are you not allowed to do? I don't know. After pleading guilty to injuring a child, injuring the child, and a pregnant person, I hope slash doubt, I hope not, and slash I doubt that Texas called it a pregnant person. That's the far-left females at the skim calling it that. Give me a break. And this man looks white. Huh. Might be mixed. Might be part Hispanic. He did use a Mexican, Mexican brand of abortion pills. But a lot of whites will go south of the border to get illegal stuff, you know, drugs, or to get... Stuff done medically that's cheaper down there. Or, you know, fireworks and things. The woman gave birth 10 weeks early. Her daughter, according to her, said that her daughter suffered developmental delays and reportedly had to spend 117 117 days in the hospital in her first few months of life. That's pretty wild, huh? So, I got to show you the picture of this guy. I just looked it up now. I am remiss. Pardon Hake. It's U.S. News. And his name is Mason Herring. Mason Herring, 39-year-old Houston attorney, pleaded guilty Wednesday, February 7th to injury of a child and assault of a pregnant person say the far left extremist ap 39 year old male pretty crazy yeah texans who perform abortions meaning kill the babies in the womb they now <clears throat> excuse me now face up to life in prison per the texas tribune And a $100,000 fine. The largest state to restrict abortions. It's a legal minefield. And so it's complicating the lives of these doctors who normally would kill the babies. uh, Supposedly to protect the women. Let me put this in the folder real quick, this screenshot here. Uh, Hassan, I just put it in the Tuesday folder on the outside there. This is the picture of the dude, I don't know, what do you guys say, Hispanic, or is he a normal white, or what? (laughs) Doesn't he look like, he looks whiter than Hake, right? But I'm, the structure of his face, the look on his eyes, (laughs) he could be a light-skinned, part Hispanic. (laughs) Hake trying to distance himself, just like the blacks. Uh... What a mess. He's an attorney. He was an attorney. Mason Herring. <laughs> so that's wrong. That's evil. But that's crazy, huh? Just a little news update for you. A little bit of old news, but... Whew. Didn't actually successfully kill the baby. So, right on. He is not Mexican, says King of Hueco Mundo. <laughs> All right. Let me get to a call or two, guys, in the last few minutes here. i got to end on time because Joel Friday is coming up next. Steven in Maryland is on the line. Thank you for calling, Steve. How are you doing?
8: I'm doing fine, sir. How about you?
0: I'm fine, too. Thank you.
8: Good. I'm calling. Are you guys one of the right-wing stations? Yes. (laughs) Wow.
0: What do you mean, wow? I
8: mean, you guys are black, too, right?
0: Yeah, some of us are black. I'm not, but yeah.
8: Oh, you're not black? I thought you were.
0: You thought I was black? Yeah. Well, if I thought that that uh, white you man was eight, was Mexican, then I guess I, you could confuse me for being black. Oh. Yep.
8: Uh-oh. Oh, what I called for it, about the guy talking about confederacy.
0: Yeah, the confederacy. Yeah,
8: and they, if they won, it would have been better, better if they had won.
0: Yeah, he speculates that it would have been better had the Confederates won than the, than the Northerners. Better for who? Better for who? Yeah. Better for the uh, country. Better for the whites. The whites. Right. Yep. Period. Period? You don't I'm think good. it would be better for the blacks? No. That's what I'm saying. Why not? I don't want to kill myself in no field. You don't want to work in a field? No, work for nothing. Well, you're older. You sound older. You're older than you would probably be in the house by now.
8: No, 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 no. I mean, I'm at really 87. I turned 87 yesterday.
0: Really? You're 87? Yes, sir. Nice. Happy birthday. Delated. Thank you. Yeah. Delated. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, see,
8: what, I, what I've what i done in my life, see, for 30 years, I was in the Air Force. Okay. And 25 of them was an air traffic control.
0: Really? So, yeah. So 35. you, did you do a 100% good job?
8: I did a great job.
0: Nice. Right. Never on.
8: had an air collision, never lost a plane.
0: That's when they made blacks quality.
8: That's right. They but did I not
0: have domestication syndrome.
8: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, plus I was raised, I mean, I was uh, taught in Mississippi at
0: Keesler Air Force Base. Nice.
8: Now, seeing how they treat you guys, well, us guys, not you. Back people down in Mississippi, I saw it firsthand. They
0: treated you like I, like tough men, non-domesticated.
8: No. They didn't treat us like that, no.
0: We were not men, we was boys. They treated you like, like, they treated you very harshly.
8: They didn't treat me because I was in the Air Force. Oh, good. I just cruised through the town every now and then. Yeah. I didn't go off the base that often.
0: Nice. But anyway, so yeah, they, they treated too. they treated blacks badly in the Mississippi back in those days. Yes, sir. Back in the fifties. How so? What they do?
8: They list Emmett Till. Remember him, the little boy, fourteen.
0: He wasn't that little, but uh, yeah. He was fourteen. Who's they? The kid. Those. That that's two guys. Right. Allegedly. Well, look. But, but that's, that's not right. that does that's not reflective of how blacks were treated. That's one guy. That's one black. That's how they treated one black.
8: What about the jewelry that set them two guys free?
0: Maybe there wasn't enough evidence to convict.
8: It wasn't enough? Come on now. I'm I'm just saying. The two guys guys came into the house and took the boy out, right?
0: That's that's the theory.
8: I I didn't see it happen. No, you wasn't there. You were not even born.
0: (laughs) I wasn't a twinkle in my mother's eye. I don't even know if my mother was a twinkle. twinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Emmett Till Till happened in the 50s, right? Yeah. I saw the two dudes. My mother was alive. Your mother was alive?
8: Oh, I'm quite sure your mother was alive, not you. Yeah. But anyway, these two dudes, this dude was about 5 feet 10, I was saying. Weighed about 260, 70 pounds. He's on a kid that weighed 135 pounds and was about 5 feet 3 or 5 feet 2. How could you do something like that?
0: That's Anybody. a fat kid if he's 5 foot 2 and weighs 125. Hey,
8: he was fat.
0: That's a pretty strong kid. Or a strong kid. Yeah. Muscular yeah. kid. If he weighs 125 and he's only 5 foot 2.
8: I've seen women... Five feet two five feet
0: three weigh a hundred twenty five pounds about thirty pounds
8: they were are kind of thick they yeah, they were built right <laughs> They wasn't a stick
0: right, I mean, maybe i was i mean i, I was pretty short as a high schooler, somewhat especially a mm-hmm. younger high schooler, and I was like one twelve um one eight one twenty one thirty five one forty five uh so who is this? Was this who are you talking about? Are you you witnessed a, a beating? No, I haven't witnessed. I, no, anybody witnessed it. Oh, are you talking about Emmett Till still?
8: I was just talking about Emmett Till.
0: Oh, okay.
8: That's how they treated the black folks down in. But the hey, state. she
0: was—he was allegedly mistreating the woman.
8: You didn't do my whistle.
0: It wasn't merely a whistle, according to uh, what some people I, that say. That woman
8: lied. She said it in her death on her deathbed that he didn't touch her
0: at all. She did not say that well, on her deathbed. I don't believe you, man. You're just making. You're just say, repeating Come on, a mischaracterization of what you heard. You sound like my caller, Mays, my favorite caller. You,
8: you mean to tell me you think he touched that white woman?
0: He might have. I don't know.
8: Well, For some, there was some like that. reason
0: that she went out to get her gun, and that's when he left.
8: Because well, he whistled at her.
0: He, no, it you know wasn't they, just a whistle, according to her, and according to other people. Yeah. What other if people? it was just a whistle, why would she get her gun? I don't know. So then, where, why are you believing no that it was merely a whistle? Ner- <laughs> of course,
8: that's what they do down there. You know what's the Lord. on.
0: Lord. It? it was a two-way street. Blacks and whites were mistreating one another. No,
8: he was And he was Come
0: one with. person, not black people.
8: Come on,
0: man. He was one. That's what one black- person.
8: You uh, never heard I, of any white person, black person, treating a white
0: person wrong down south. Oh, no, that's not true. There were, mur- there were murders, there were rapes and thefts. That was an
8: accusation.
0: Yeah, same I, thing with you, uh, Emmett Till. That's an accusation. That's true. Yeah. I got to run, Stephen in Maryland. I like talking with you. Call me again sometime. I got to end. Okay.
4: All right. I'll take see care. You
0: later. Bye. What a nice man. Can't we all just get along? I got to end, guys. Uh, it's Black History Month. This is Shuby Taylor. Rest in peace, Shuby Taylor. Lift every voice and sing. I hope you enjoy it. you musical Philistines. Joelle Friday coming up next. Bye.
6: Blacks, <laughs> let's not forget where we came from. Let's learn to love and respect each other. Shuby Taylor. Shoo, su, su, wa, shri, da, shra la la wee. We do sa shra la la ha, we di bla we di sa da ra la da da shri lo pa pa la da da shra we di sa la da da ra we da da sa pi pa little bit, little do little be we da ra sa ba la ha sa la ra sa la ha ya, we da sa ha ba la shra ra pa do pa little bit, shra little bit we should be so will be the baby the baby do the raw little baby, raw.
0: So good. Don't you love the organ? Well, Friday TV coming up next. American Anchor Baby after that.
6: Sweet, shawl, raw, soften a raw, of the raw, so the all right, guys. No, Adios, America. I got to get out of Joel's no, way. Yes.